0: This is The Best of Daily Devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Go to JFBelievers.com for more information. We're working our way through the Gospel of John, chapter 15, one of the greatest chapters in all of Scripture, and we've only covered the first six verses so far, where Jesus speaking about abiding in Him and Uh, the vine and the branches and pruning and concepts that are critical to our walk of discipleship in Christ. Picking it up in verse 7, Jesus speaking, going on in this subject matter, says, If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, you will ask whatever you desire, and it will be done for you. In this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, and so you will be my disciples. Please note again, He begins and says, if, if you remain in me. Now, we understand that as born-again believers, we, by default, indeed, positionally, abide in Christ. Please note that word. Not because of what we do, but by what he does and what he has done. In other words, he doesn't move, but we can. It is clear that beyond the positional, Jesus is then speaking practically or he wouldn't be bringing it up this way. And furthermore, he's speaking to believers here or he wouldn't be directing his comments to the apostles. Often, I have to cut off branches from this large banana tree I have in my house. I generally just take the big leaves and toss them outside. And I've noticed on many occasions that when I go outside, even in winter, later on, I, and I see these disembodied have branches and leaves laying in the snow, it is for still a long period of time still green. I mean, they look alive, but they're not, because they're not connected. And time inevitably proves that, as eventually the leaves wither and they turn brown, though you know it takes often a long time to manifest. And I've seen that same manifest in people, those who are no longer connected, but it also seems to take a long time to manifest because they still appear to be green. They still appear to be alive. Verse seven says, if you abide in me, therefore this abiding is obviously an option, not to the practice of the Christian faith, but it is an option to the free will member of humanity. And this is why it's so important to understand just what it really means to be a born-again Christian before you plunge into that pool. A lot of people on both sides of the faith aisle often don't grasp the all-encompassing nature of this life we are to live in Christ. This thing called Christianity, you see, isn't a hobby Or just something we add to our lives in order to, you know, smooth out the rough edges of our journey through this life. This is nothing short of a radical transformation. A new life and a new living with new passions and a new direction. It's a whole new thing, clearly meant to be complete and dramatic. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. And this isn't some prosperity doctrine proof text which allows us, you know, to call down fire from heaven and to order a new Lexus from heaven's mail order service. I mean, it comes with qualifiers, gang, because if a person abides in Christ, if his words, his directions, teachings, promises, and commands abide in that person, then there's no fear and no chance this passage would be or could be abused. The presence of the Holy Spirit in us and the understanding of God's words will guide us most assuredly into the realm of quote seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, end quote Matthew six thirty three. Matthew twelve thirty three tells us that we will know a tree by its fruit. Please note the language because it doesn't say that we'll know it by its testimony. Or it's church attendance or the fish symbol on the back of their car. So let me ask you today, what kind of tree are you? Because our fruit is not just a spiritual business card reflecting our religious position. It is the fruit of our lives that glorify the caretaker. The fruit of our lives reflect the power and the personal handling of our God's interaction with a lost and unbelieving world. It is the fruit of our lives that says God is real, God is loving, God is powerful. It is our response to the cross, both supernaturally and purposely. Verse 9 of our text, chapter 15 of John, says, Even as the Father has loved me, I also have loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. Now, that's an incredible statement. I mean, we are the recipients of the same level of love that God has for his son, Jesus. And knowing what we know of that unparalleled love, it takes my breath away to be placed on such equal standing. Jesus is simply and therefore calling us to respond to that love. Romans 12, verse 1, calls us out, saying, Therefore I urge you, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, and here's the kicker, gang, which is your spiritual service. One way we respond to him is by standing immovable, living out a no-turning-back faith, which continues to grow and is pruned and grows even more because of it. Fruit in such a life is assured. It is inevitable. How do we abide in His love? By our obedience. So take a moment and absorb that. (laughs) Because that concept obviously is critical to our faith. He is calling us to obey And note, he's not saying occasionally or selectively, but all that he teaches, all of the time. When we start to compromise this principle and this standard, we are on a slippery slope which inevitably ends in pain. We cannot gossip and slander people because he calls that sin. We cannot exempt ourselves from issues such as bitterness and anger and hatred and attempt to justify ourselves. He calls that sin. We cannot excuse ourselves from good works and serving the kingdom. That's lack of fruit. And we've already clearly read what happens to those folks. Again, John 14, 15, just a chapter back says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. So if you refuse, you do not love him. Jesus himself obeyed. He's not asking anything of us that he himself did not step up and perform faithfully. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.